operating under the crooked American radio system too long. Bucking Idiots Podcast. Pronounced Bucking Idiots Podcast. Adjective meaning putting out that buccaneer knowledge while entertaining the masses. Being fool asses yet remaining fly at the same time. Now look at yourself. Are you down for this Bucking Idiots Podcast? I know I am. Matter of fact, fuck doing anything else. This is G-Funk saying right on to the real and deaf to the fakers. Peace out. Welcome back to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, where today we talk about that training camp takeover. Talk a little bit about the Vita Vea and Levante David injuries. That Steelers game, first preseason game, which is tonight. Your calls, and we sit down and chop it up with G-Funk. That's right, he's back in the building, so check it out. Welcome to the Bucking Idiots Podcast, motherfuckers! Yeah, international underground, thunderbounds when I stop the ground. Like a million elephants, a silverback, a orangutan, you can't stop a train. Who wants up, don't come unprepared, I'll be there. But when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sitting in a drop top soaking wet. In a silk suit, trying not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net. But this be the year that we won't forget. One, nine, nine, nine. Holy shit, stank bastard, king idiot, back in the building finally for another episode of the Bucking Idiots Podcast, and it's been far too long, man, holy shit, life sometimes throws curveballs at you, man, ain't nothing serious, but I could go down the list, y'all don't want to hear nothing about my problems, you got enough of your problems, we could have a problems call-in show, and, uh, fill up three or four hours daily or you could just log on to facebook because that's pretty much a problems reality show 24 7 up in that motherfucker which is pretty much why i limit my social media to twitter where i finally crafted my feed to eliminate all of the bullshit and i highly suggest y'all do the same mute is a beautiful thing i'm not just talking about muting specific people because i do a whole lot of that but muting words Oh, it feels so good to mute certain words, man. Just eliminate politics completely from my feed. I just want to see Bucks news, Bucks fans opinions, NFL news, and I sprinkle in a, a little bit of fantasy football, fantasy football, that is, because I get enough of the retweets and the likes and the big fat asses and booties and and all that nastiness y'all be liking on your feeds. It shows up on other people's feeds. You do realize that, right? Every time you click that like, but like button of that girl's booty, you're letting everybody else know who follows you that you think that ass is delicious. And I'm not here to judge you, but you guys know who you are. Anyways, so much has happened since I've last recorded. We had the loose cannons take over which was so much fucking fun, man. Sammer, Christian, X, the whole crew was there. G-Funk, we were all up in the building. The Loose Cannons listeners and the Buccaneers family came out there strong. It was awesome to meet a lot of you guys in person, man. And that's what this shit's all about. 
Honestly, I don't do this to be part of a fan group or fan club. I'm a Bucks fan first. And I like to surround myself with other passionate Bucks fans because it's hard to find intelligent Bucks fans. You guys know that. Those of you who listen to the Buccaneers podcast know it's very difficult in the real world to actually find a fan who knows this team inside and out or who can speak on them intelligently, who aren't going to just talk shit about Jameis because that's the only thing they've heard in the media for the last few years. And events like the training camp takeover or the draft parties have been a great way for us to find each other. Because I don't know if you remember what it was like to be a Bucks fan pre-internet. But that shit was like the Sahara Desert, man. You could be wandering for years and years and years without running into anybody that knows shit about the Bucks. And that's one of the reasons I started the Buccaneers podcast, because I don't want to lose that, man. I love meeting you guys. I love talking to you guys on Twitter. I love recording this podcast and hearing your Bucks takes. I love that shit, man. That's what makes being a fan fun, because this is entertainment at the end of the day. I mean, whether the Bucks win or lose, I enjoy this community immensely, man. I really fucking do. From the bottom of my fucking cold, dead heart. I love you guys. <laughs> it's finally nice to hear you admit how cold and dead your heart really is, Stank. Intern Betty. My heart might be cold, but at least my body isn't days away from being cold and frozen and buried six feet under the ground bitch you don't know that stank you could get hit by a bus tomorrow or a meteor could fall from the heavens and take your ass out or even a pack of rabid squirrels could attack you and eat your eyes out of your head betty you are one sadistic old bitch aren't you you have fantasized about my death more than once. It's clear to everybody listening to this podcast. I mean, bucking idiots. If I happen to just die in some random accident, y'all need to investigate this old lady. I don't know what her. We didn't do a background check. I ain't got money like that. I don't know what her past is. She could be a hit woman for all I know. But anyways, speaking of hits, our team has taken a couple here in the last few days. And I'm not going to get too deep into these injuries because as of right now or as of when I'm recording this, we don't know what the extent of Vita Vea's injury is. He went down kind of funny in yesterday's practice and we're waiting on MRI results to see what the extent of that injury is. I mean, we we're all hoping and praying it's something minor, but with a big dude like that, you just never know. So you got to take the precautions. It's still the preseason. And I don't want to get too pessimistic here. I'll react and respond when we know what the extent of the injury is. Levante David had a procedure on his knee that's going to keep him out most of the preseason. So that's not a good thing either. And then I just read on Twitter that one of our backup tackles, Mike Ledecky's out for the season. And we already were struggling with tackle depth. So the injury bug has bitten our ass hard now. And we can only hope that these injuries aren't significant having already been dealt the death blow with JPP, losing Sue or David for an extended period of time would be devastating, man. There's no other way to put it. Levante's injury is not serious. Guys go in for these little procedures all the time. So 
it's been reported he has a meniscus tear and they just went in and did a little trimming. He'll likely be held out the remainder of the preseason with the hopes that he returns healthy for the opener against the 49ers. So, yeah, a lot of tight buttholes in Tampa right now. The depth behind Vita Vea is non-existent. Bo Allen will probably be asked to play nose. Sue will likely have to contribute. We would lose a whole lot if Vita's not available. Because the guy is a wall. He's going to eat up blocks and allow Devin and Levante to attack. And if you eliminate that piece from the puzzle, it's going to have a domino effect up the middle of this defense. And it doesn't sound like we'll get a definitive answer on how bad the injury is until sometime Friday. So, yeah, not the news you want to hear going into the first week of preseason. Anyways, in other news, the team released a depth chart. And it had a couple surprises on it. The biggest one being Noah Spence listed as the number one defensive end ahead of Shaq Barrett on the right side. Outside linebacker, defensive end. You guys get it. I did not expect that at all. I was under the impression that it was Shaq's job to lose. So evidently, he's lost it. Or Noah's just shined so much in camp that they want to give him the first swing at that starting role. And it'll be a rotation, of course. But I certainly wasn't expecting to see Noah listed ahead of Shaq. And a preseason depth chart probably doesn't mean a whole lot. But still, interesting. One of the other surprises or things that stood out to me was that Deion Buchanan was going to fill in for Levante David as our starting inside linebacker. Deion's not one of those guys we've heard a whole lot about in the preseason so far, but we haven't played a game yet. That guy knows the defense, can make the calls, and uh, so maybe it shouldn't be that surprising that Bowles and Arians feel more comfortable with him than Bond, Sitchi, or Minter. At the safety position, Mike Edwards penciled in, starting safety. Don't know that that was a surprise. I think most people, after the campies had, expected to see Edwards and Whitehead as our starting safeties. A uh, guy's been climbing up the ranks, though, is Dakota Dixon. And after the last three or four practices, you can't question that. He's been making plays all over the field. Uh, Kentrell Bryce is also listed as a backup uh, to Jordan Whitehead. And who knows what's going to happen when Justin Evans finally gets healthy. It's going to take him some time to get on the field, learn the defense, learn the calls. and Because right now he's just standing on the sideline in some booty shorts, looking like he's about to face John McEnroe at the U.S. Open. Offensively, there's not a whole lot of surprises on the list. Everything is pretty much par for the course. Uh, Andre Ellington listed as our third running back. We we all expected that, at least I did. Dare right behind him with Bruce Anderson. Justin Watson and Brashard Perryman are listed at wide receiver two. And Scotty Miller and Anthony Johnson are listed at wide receiver three. The only other notable thing on this depth chart I would say is that Jesus Wilson is penciled in as our starting kick returner and punt returner. So, uh, yeah. Good luck to Jesus. Uh, Stank, I'm being told that Jesus Wilson is Bobo Wilson. You may have heard of him. 
What? I did not know that Bobo's name was Jesus. Bobo. What's up? Hey, Seuss. Hey, Seuss is a vet on this team. Everybody hates on Bobo or kind of leaves him off the list, but he's going to make himself valuable if he wins those positions. He'll make the team and going to make it a lot harder for a guy like Dare or one of these other tight ends to secure a roster position. Although I'm pretty sure Dare's making this fucking team because he's looked fantastic. Dare looks big, fast, runs violently, catches the ball very well. Rojo's been getting all the love, but Dare, to me, is that sleeper. I think Dare's biggest knock is that he hasn't held onto the football very well in practice. The practice that we were at for the training camp takeover, he put the ball on the turf twice. So nobody, no running back, no player, period, is going to make this team if they can't hold onto the football. Bashad Perriman is a guy who impressed and who's come on here recently. He seems to be getting comfortable in this offense. Looks like Jameis and him have some chemistry. And if this guy lives up to his athletic ability, if he lives up to his potential, when we already have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, yikes, look the fuck out. He's a height, weight, speed freak. There's a reason he went in the first round to the Ravens. Anyways, Bucking Idiots, I got your boy G-Funk in the house. We did quite an interview, so y'all sit back and check it out. G-Funk. Yo, yo. What's good, baby? Chillin', chillin'. We good? Yes, we are very good. Back in the building. Fucking idiots. What's up, family? It's been a while, man. Yo, yo, yo. Hold on. Let me get right. Okay. Gotta get right. Gotta get right. It's been a minute. Bucking idiots, motherfuckers. So glad to be back. What up, Snake? What's up, baby? Oh, you know, getting close. Shit, it's tonight. We playing ball tonight. The game is today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tonight. Yeah. Actual football. Actual football. Against Actually other, getting to see other human beings that are not on our team. Yeah, I was uh, I was recording with Samer last night, and um, yeah, I heard it this morning. It was a good one. I liked it. I can't I can't tell you how exciting <laughs> it is to know that we're going to be talking about specific plays, players situations rather than all the speculation yes sir yes sir because as much as football. as much as i love the bucks as much as the bucking idiots fans love the bucks as much as all oh, just buck fans in general follow this team nobody wants to hear <clears throat> about practice all the time man we want to see it no it's, it's time it's right time. only a handful of fans get to go out to the practices and then they got to kind of live vicariously through twitter videos and and our podcasts and podcast right. reports. yeah and all and all the other great bucks podcasts out there that re- report on what's going on but now everybody gets to see what it looks like at least what what we've what what kind of feel this team's gonna have yeah and i know that the starters are gonna have very limited exposure tonight very limited. should be yeah it's time to test test the waters yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if pre-game arians decides not to even start some guys. Ah, I don't know about that. that it happened in it happened in Atlanta yesterday. Really? Yeah. The, the, I guess the plan was to go in initially and have you know the, some of the starters play, and uh, Matt Ryan didn't play. You know, before the game, they just made the decision not to play. He didn't some take guys. a single snap. They're snake bit because last year, Atlanta, who who's a good football team, you know, and and you won't hear me t- say too many good things about our opponents because fuck 
the rest of the Especially NFC South. Especially in the NFC. Fuck them motherfuckers. But, we coming for heads, bitches. I don't want to be an ignorant fan. No, right, right, right. You got to be realistic. Our, our, our division's probably the best division of football. Has been. Uh, yeah. Atlanta's dangerous, especially if their defense is healthy, and I think they are this year. But last year they were they were bitten all over the place with injuries. They lost their Deion Jones, their middle linebacker. They lost um, uh, that safety from Florida. I can't remember his name right now, but they lost a lot of good players on defense last year. And you know, I fully expect them to come back and be strong. You know, Carolina is always going to give us a, a problem because they. They just for some reason do. Yeah, but Cam's not looking good. I saw some. I saw some review, some reports and reviews saying he wasn't looking 100 percent out there. Cam's a fucking clown show, bro. <laughs> he is, isn't he? He's the biggest waste of talent. He's a this NF- the NFL has ever seen. Man, yeah, I, I can't. I don't know. I don't know if I can fully agree with that, but it's up there. I'm just saying, he's like, a, he's a freak, man. He's a, no, he's a he's an athletic freak of yeah, fucking man, nature. That's what I'm saying. It's just I don't think it's it, his head ain't right. He's more. Similar to a former Bucks player that we just jettisoned over the offseason. Right. He's Ooh, more concerned with how he looks on camera. Yeah. You know, and that, that makes sure he's, he's, he's flossing correctly. Yes. I think than he is about winning. You think he's more of a celebrity than a football player? Absolutely. Right? He's that's a fashion a model. He's a, he's a celebrity. Yeah. He's not so much of a. I mean, that's a waste. You're right. It's a waste. But he's been to the Super Bowl, he's been to the bowl. Yeah. They almost won. He, he, you know, if if it weren't for a, a few bounces and a, maybe him falling on a fumble, they may actually have a Super Bowl ring. You could say the same for Atlanta if it wasn't for their dumbass head coach Oof. and the stupid game plan. They'd have a ring too. They blew it in like under a minute. And of course, I'm happy they don't have rings. Well, of course. As Bucks fans, we still get to stick our ring in their in in Atlanta and and, and Carolina's face. Carolina, yeah. And yeah. Us and New Orleans are the only ones who have rings. And it's a damn shame New Orleans only has one with that Hall of Fame quarterback. That's, they should have more. They should have more. Just like we should have more. Yeah, we had sure. a Hall of Fame defense. Dungy should have won won Super Bowls here. Yeah. Um, New Orleans has had some just crazy fucking situations over the last two uh, playoff seasons with the the catching in fucking Minnesota, and then last Catch. year with the with the PI, which they still had an opportunity to win that game. It wasn't all on that play. You know, even though everybody wants to put it all on that play. But anyways, enough about our opponents. Fuck coulda, shoulda, woulda, and fuck our opponents. It's a new season. Let's talk about these bucks. It's a new season. We just finished watching the, the current video. I highly, highly, highly recommend y'all get on it's Buccaneers.com. It's a people. Bucking idiots. It's a must-see. Yeah. Or YouTube because it current. runs a lot better. For some reason, it shit on Buccaneers.com, the videos on there never run smoothly yeah it was giving us some, some issues it's always a hot mess yeah so I, I you know have to jump over to YouTube to watch it a lot of times but um, that was a good one though very good yeah very good I love this fucking coach bro I wish he was my coach <laughs> he is your coach like yeah I mean like in my life you know what I mean like I wish I woke up and he was in my room alright listen G this yeah. is what we're gonna get done here yeah. today <laughs> I, I want him to be my father <laughs> yo yeah I'm, 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 uh, I'm jealous of what's his name Jake I'm jealous of Jake over there that's his dad but Bruce holds a lot of a lot of guilt for not being there for his kids growing up. As fathers, we know we know that guilt. Absolutely, bro. And I mean, I, I we, we you know we work regular jobs. Yeah. Imagine you know that kind of time that you have to spend away from your family. It's- so much so he's come out and said, and everybody has talked about it. He's he said that if one of his coaches misses a recital or or a soccer game or any any big moment in Fire. the children's rights, 
Like, he's gonna fire. He's gonna fire. Him. How cool was that, bro? As a father, when I saw that, that just that, shows that, you the pain he holds yeah. on to. The, the, that that is a glimpse into into that man's mind and heart because he has missed those recitals. Correct. He has missed those practices and those games for, but for his kids. But think about the morale that that provides to your coaches. You know what I mean? To his staff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he cares about you caring about your family, not missing things with your family. I think that 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 comes over into your workplace, you know what I mean? And, and you go to work with the respect for this guy, a different kind of, uh, I don't know, a, a, a different kind of motivation, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a love, bro. I think he genuinely My has a, love. has yes. a, he cares and yes. loves his players. Yes. You know, not, not obviously he, not to the point where he's not going to make a good football decision. You, you know, it, it's a business at the end of the day. I think these guys know that he's Absolutely. brutally honest with them. And yeah. if they don't have what it takes, good luck. You know, somewhere else he's gonna he's gonna cut your ass if you fuck up. Right. He gives you all the opportunity to succeed, but if you don't, that's on you. That's on you. And uh, but you know, you you can't question that he's you know the way he builds relationships with these guys. They already talk about him like they want to run through a wall for him. Yep. You know, they already care about him and they don't want to let Bruce down. Right. And uh, that goes a long way towards them being out there, especially when it's it's tough. The tough times. You know, you you want to fight for that guy, yep. and you got the you got the fear of consequences, right? Because he gives it to you both. You know what I mean? He gives you both of those. He gives you the the the, the good and the bad. He makes you accountable for both. So accountability, accountability, man. He preaches that. And I, and I is think the that best ability. It's yeah. the, it's the ability that that fosters championship teams, man. You know, we've seen what it looks like to win champions. We we know what Super Bowl winning roster looks like. We know what that feels like because we've we've actually like. got to live it here. Yeah, you know, and you, you don't necessarily have to have a team full of Hall of Fame players like we did on defense. But I think we got the talent now, man. You know what, Stank? When I when I watch like these videos and shit, man, it's maybe I'm just that optimistic, obviously, and I'm just that much of a fucking bucking idiot. But like I look at these guys and I think, how how can anybody doubt us? How, if you look at these people for real, right, and you watch them like you know we went and watched them live. Yeah. You watch these motherfuckers, man. How can you like I like I listen to ESPN and them like they not they don't even mention us, bro. Like how are you not seeing what I'm seeing? You know what I mean? I mean I guess I'm just that that much of a buccaneer. I'm looking at this team and thinking eleven and five, bro. Yeah, fuck yeah, eleven and five. Why not playoffs? Yes. Twelve. We're in our twelfth season, going into our twelfth season with no playoff appearances. Sure, sure, sure. Fuck that. So nation nationally, we're irrelevant. Yeah, nationally, nationally, yeah, I guess you're right. But this is what I want to say. Listen, to Bucking Idiots and, and Buccaneer fans in general, right? It is our fucking job now, at this part of the season, to just get all the negativity and all the doubt out of your heart and go 100% into this thinking these motherfuckers are about to wreck shop. Like, that's our job as fans. If you if, if you catch yourself saying, oh, Jameis, I don't know if he's going to do so. Fuck you. Jameis is amazing. This team is amazing. Why not? What do you have to lose? Fucking go into it 100% as a fan. That's our job as a fucking fan. Get behind this team now because I would love to talk shit to you if you didn't later. I'm telling you, if you guys haven't seen these guys play or, or seen these guys practice... It's 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 a, it's it's amazing to see. I mean, yeah, of course we're not perfect. No team is perfect. They're learning the new system. They're trying to get in, you know, in into their groove. That's all going to happen. But 
as as a fan, your job now, just like their job is to catch balls and make hits and run routes, that's their job. Your job right now, Bucking Idiots fans, Bucks fans, is to get on the ship, get your gear on, and get ready to get behind these motherfuckers, man. It's on. Go Bucks. I mean, I can't say it any better than that. It, it, you know, having a wait and see attitude is one thing, but being constantly pessimistic, ah, being it's being a constant hater. It's exhausting. Why? Why? Why are you a fan? Right. Now like ask I'm yourself. Seeing, like I go on posts on Facebook and shit, right? And there's, you know, their hashtag will be, you know, let's say, uh, "Love Bucks for Life," right? And they're talking shit about. You know what I'm saying? Like the you're, most you're, in the, you're in the wrong space, bro. Dude, what are you Fa- doing? Facebook is is like the cantina in Star Wars, you know? <laughs> that's that's Facebook. When you right. walk in, alien motherfuckers getting alien. shot left and right. <laughs> it's just the scum and the villainy of, of, of Bucks fandom. They, that's how they I feel. exist. And there. I'm like Han Solo walking in looking around like, what yeah. in the fuck yeah, that's yeah. it, bro. Yeah. That's what Facebook is. If you go into any and listen, I love the Facebook fans groups. I'm I'm always in the loose cannons uh, fan fan page. Believe it or not, we got a bucking idiots fan page on there. We got 35 people on there because I'm I'm not big on the Facebook. But hey, join up. The yeah, more people that up. join, the, the better. And, and I'll y'all jump can over. I'll take over. Well, you're the moderator, so you you yeah yeah you get to moderate these right. you get to check these motherfuckers. I to, yeah, I get to go into that fucking bar and check these. <laughs> exactly, <motherfuckers>. exactly. <laughs> you're like a fucking stormtrooper. You get to I'm walk in there and to, say because I see some fucking and I avoid it, man, because I try not to get into conf, conflict and con, you know confrontation with people. But I read some stupid shit, man. Like you're you're hating on we're in practice, bro. You know what I mean? Like, why are you hating? Like, if he threw six interceptions in in the playoffs, it's practice. You know what I'm saying? He threw a pick. Is that so much, Jameis? What? Why isn't it a good look on our cornerbacks? You know what I mean? Rather than looking at the positive, you know, VH3 just snatched one out the air. Oh no, Jameis threw his second interception. Shut the fuck up. Be a fan or get off the ship. I have a feeling the majority, I'd say 99% of the fans who are so emotional, emotional and reactionary, have never played the sport. Or never been around it, never been to practice, never never coached. They don't know what they don't understand into, the bro. ebbs and flows of practice, man. Yeah. Practice is not real football. Nope. Even when you're scrimmaging against your own guys, it's not realistic because your own guys have seen it constantly. Right. So the corner the corners at least have some expectation of what they might see. Yeah. And they're lining up against the same guy they've already had five hundred reps against. Right. You know, over the last couple a couple months. When you get out there on Sunday, it's a completely different story. Oh. And I'm not saying I'm not rooting for our team to, you know, to struggle. But it's 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 a it's a it's a shock when you get out there and you face you have no vibe. idea what's coming. All different vibes. But it also brings out the dog. Yeah. If, you know, if, yeah. if I'm lining up against you every day and you're my brother, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna. You, it's not gonna be the same. You, it's not gonna be the same. It's natural to hold back a little. Not gonna be the you same. You don't want to rip that guy's right. leg off. He's right. on your team. Right. You know what I mean? But, but Sunday comes. Sunday comes. And we get to let the dogs loose. Right. And they, exactly. They get to and actually no, you think, engage. You, you, you guys actually think that Sue is going 100% in practice? Oh, my goodness. You think that's happening, guys? Isn't he a monstrous human He's a monster. Being? When you look at him like, you yeah. know, within five feet of the guy. Right. <laughs> you think that if Ryan Jensen wasn't in a, was in a Falcons uniform, that, that Sue would be going the same speed he's going in practice? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. No way. There, there are guys who are just gamers, okay? Yep. And and it's, it's, you know, 
you, you, we all want we all want our players to be the best practice players possible, and you want them to go full out and train it's hard and all those sword, things. Because they're going right. against each other. But when the lights are on, it's a whole different animal. And some guys, they 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 some guys shrink in that. Yeah, time. I was gonna say some guys can't take that pressure. Yeah, they, they, they collapse. And you know, pressure. That's that's the key word here. Arians and Bowles have been putting these guys in a pressure situation pressure throughout these last couple of weeks of practice. With the times that he's right. choosing to put them in there, yeah. put them in the rain, put them in the heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember that you told me at the training camp that they turned the heater up on they these were. motherfuckers, they did. son. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Trust Feel me, the heat. We felt it. Yeah, the training camp takeover. Luckily, I was hot. That one. I had yeah, to go buy a twenty dollar cool towel. <laughs> yes, you did. That was at the takeover, but it was the night before, right? That they did said, it at the takeover too. They turned the heat yeah, on. Yeah, that's why you was, I was sweating like a yeah, motherfucker. I thought it was just because we were wilding out. And I bought. I thought we were just fifteen dollars worth of fucking Kona ice, and they wouldn't even let me bring it in there. <laughs> Sons yeah, of yeah, bitches. Yeah, Man. I, but you're right. He's testing them physically and mentally. He's throwing new things at them, things that they're, you know, they haven't seen before. But with a purpose, like he said, those the practice times at four o'clock were for a purpose. I think three out of our first four games yeah, start at four o'clock, yeah, or two yeah. out of our three. You know, yeah. so four, four, you know everything three. has a purpose. I've, everything, you know, he he's. I don't want to say he's he's like a control freak, but he he knows you know being around it for so long. He knows what buttons to push, what knobs to turn. He knows he knows how to prepare a team to win. He's right. done it before, so you can't question his his you know the way he does things. Nope. And and I don't think any of these players are I don't think either. Anybody's questioning anything about him. You know, I, I I go back a lot to the Dungy years because we transitioned from a losing team into a, a winning organization. That was the last era of greatness that we had was right? Dungy years. And there's just so many similarities. Obviously, Bruce and Dungy are two different kind of guys. They do it do two different type of ways. Completely. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, it was Dungy building relationships with these guys to the that point where that core is same. That yeah, core is the same the, between right. them. The relationship to the point where building, where they loved that him. That foundation structure yeah. that they do with these guys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That they looked at him as a father figure. Similar. Yeah, they look him as as a the father family, figure. Yes, yes, we, yes, you know, we call him Father Dungy to this day. Yeah. Because he felt like that father figure to the players, to the city, to the organization. Yeah. Um, you know, and I a lot of fans aren't aren't on board yet they probably don't know much about bruce arians yet only the only the bucking idiots only the fanatics out there have followed this team you know throughout the off season there's been plenty of fans though who haven't turned the television on who haven't read an article about bruce who probably don't know where bruce comes from because they're just like oh here's another new coach right they're just waiting to hear the cannons before they start paying attention yeah they gotta wait to hear the cannons the fair weather the fans will come when we win yeah and listen, I like that comparison as far as Dungy being the father. Let me tell y'all now, if you don't know, B.A. is the godfather. Yeah. If Dungy was the father, and I do accept that analogy, y'all better be ready for the godfather. This guy, just like the painting that they that the loose cannons blessed him with, the Don. Yeah. He He's like that. He comes in with a, with a different swagger, a different proposal to these guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's kind of like more, yeah, like a godfather, like an uncle. You know what I mean? Not, not like we might do some stuff that's, you know, not so fatherly like, but we're going to get the job done. Yeah. You know, he might not talk. He's not in the he's not in the locker rooms talking like your father. He's in the locker rooms talking like your uncle or the, or the godfather. You know what I mean? And, and, and just bringing you that real and that. You like know. Cue the Italian music in the background, bro. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like like Speaking with of which, a, with a the wink and a nod. Music stank. Oh yeah, it's silent. Son of a bitch. But it Folk won't be, don't it, get down. It won't be it, it won't now. be it won't be silent for them though. Oh 
we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it right <laughs> exactly for them. yeah we'll make we'll make it right for them right, that that we'll won't, right that won't be an issue idiots. yeah i don't know what the fuck happened oh there we go <laughs> they're good i like right. it anyways Here man we go. so we've got our first preseason game tonight tonight what are you is there a, a is there a, a group of players or is there a player or two that you're going to be focused on tonight? Listen, yes, I'm so glad that you asked me. <laughs> I uh, At the the practice that we went to, man, although I saw a lot of great things, I really did. The most outstanding, the thing that I took home with me, the thing that I, I woke up the next morning thinking to myself and, and then ended up spending, since then, every, almost every day that I've talked to anybody about Bucks, all I stress to you is I've never seen a linebacker move as fast as Devin White. My eyes will be stuck to him for as long as they have him on the field because he is a a wonder to watch. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's you're almost being blessed to be able to see this animal the yep. way that he does this, man. Yeah, when a guy stands out <sighs> amongst other professionals, when he when you see a guy He's stand the kid. out, right? He's the rookie. Yeah. He's in there like a vet, bro. You see his his athletic ability flash you see his his nuts, ability guys. to read and react to plays and and uh it's just an innate and natural ability man you know he didn't learn he didn't learn those skills here over the last couple months man that guy oh. that guy there's a reason he was that's drafted DNA. That's, right there's a reason DNA. he was drafted fifth in the fifth in the draft Bro, he has crazy. those natural he's got the natural ability the instincts everything you want uh in, in a linebacker everything you want in a defender and he's going to play a lot of different roles for us you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him, you know, lined up with his hand in the dirt, rushing the quarterback at times. Right. You, you just don't know what Bowles is going to throw at, nope. at, at a, at, um, you know, at an offense. So, do you think he's going to get a lot of a lot of play time tonight? You think? No, no, nope. I think our starters are going to play sparingly. We've been snake bit here the last couple of weeks with injuries. Yeah, and uh, I think that's kind of gotten that got the coaches a little bit nervous. So I don't expect the starters to play very much in this first one. Next week, our first home game here. Dolphins. Yeah, I think we'll see a lot more, maybe a half out of the guys, or at least a full quarter full out of the quarter. starters. Yeah. And then the third, the third preseason game, you, they usually play into the third quarter, come out of the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when we're going to get to see more of a more of a, a glimpse of you know who's what cream is rising to the top, what our fifty three is going to start to shake out to look like, and the fourth preseason game is just. The, the last, the, the the very, the last of the cuts. yeah, the last of the cuts. So you won't see any starters out there at all. Nah. Um, but I, you know, I, I fully expect that we're still going to see some players being cut and added throughout the preseason. When teams start making cuts, we're going to pick up some some of their cast offs because there's teams who are ultra deep at offensive line, right? And a team like us who's not at all deep. We're not. You know, me and Sam were talking last night. Like our depth at tackle, our depth at guard doesn't exist, and we. Although it looks like Alex Kappa is going to be our starting guard, and we've heard some good things out there. Again, that's against friendly fire, right. so we don't know what it's going to look what he's going to look like when he's out there, uh, you know, against against a, a Pittsburgh <clears throat> defender or a Dolphins defender or into the regular season. So you better hope you have a plan B, C, and D, right. because you get injuries on 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 you know in the trenches. That happens. That's we stayed happened. fairly healthy last year, honestly, um, on the offensive line, but um, you know you better prepare. Which is why Light likes to draft guys who have multiple skill sets. Because you you're only only dressing a limited number of players on Sundays. Right. And you got to be able to move, shuffle them around. You have to. You have, you to. have to have a, a guard that can play tackle or a tackle that can play guard. 
you, you know, your guards also need, need to be able to play center. Um, it has it just has to happen because you get a couple injuries on the offensive line. You may be putting a putting a defensive tackle at guard at some point if it if it gets really crazy. Yeah. So you have to cross train the guys um, to be able to do a lot, and that's what they you know that's what all teams are up against. Yeah. You know, unless they raise the the roster limit, which I doubt they'll ever do because it just means that the owners are gonna have to pay more money. Yeah, that's that's what you're stuck happen. with. So every team's up against the same the same uh, challenges as we are. Um, it's just we don't have a lot of quality depth in uh, in the trenches on either the defense or offensive side of the ball, and that's going to come hopefully, you know, with with the way these guys are being taught. You know, we we've talked in the past about not not developing players here in the in the Jason Light era, in the Dirk Cotter era, in the Levy Smith era. We 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 haven't developed a lot of young guys, which is why we're struggled depth wise. You only have limited resources with draft picks and things like that. Um, you know, but we've chose to go the free agent route a lot of times to to put band aids on problems. But we haven't developed guys to come up, up you know, behind them. Right. So and stay with us, right? Yeah. So you have a teaching coaching staff, and you hope a lot of these younger guys are being developed in the in the short term. So hopefully down the road and long term, when called upon, they're ready to get in there and fucking play, and you don't notice much of a drop off. Right. It has to happen that way. We can no longer continue to go and do what we've been doing, which is sign guys off the street and plug them into to starting roles quickly. Without any knowledge of the system or, or, or you know what expectations are. Yeah, it's yeah that's a recipe for disaster, man. Yeah, man. And we've done it for far too long. We and Jason well Jason Light deserves criticism. You know, but these coachings these previous coaching staffs, which have been fired for good reason, you know, that their their methods just haven't worked. Right. But I feel it. I feel the difference. Oh man, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And this is like you know, this is just practice and preseason. I'm so excited to watch. It. I've never been so excited to watch a preseason fucking game, bro. You kidding me? I'm gonna be glued to my fucking TV. This I night. know, right? I'm putting the kids to bed early. Fuck that shit. Locking myself in my room because <laughs> I get loud, man. And I don't, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't. I've never been so excited to watch a preseason game. Yeah, it's it's that that level of hype has has uh, infused into me as well. Jeez. I've I haven't really <laughs> cared about preseason, you know, very much. Uh, this year is different, man. I re- I feel the change. I seen I've seen the change in practice. I see the change in the way these guys are are talking. Is it going to translate into wins right away? Are we gonna Are we gonna see it right away out there? I don't know. Um. You know, but, but again, I state to the fans, act as if, yes, we're going to fucking win. We're going to win every preseason game. We're going to win every fucking game. We're going to win, win, win. That's our job. If they fail us, still our job to stay on board, and at least you were on board pushing them. What's the harm in getting behind your team? Go Bucks. Back to you, Stan. I, I appreciate you 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 putting that message out there, but these half of these motherfuckers... Are lost causes, bro. That's not, the not, not the ones listening to this. No, not the ones listening not to this. Maybe, maybe not necessarily. Um, but man, it, you know, half of these fans out there, I think they just they're looking for attention, man. They just troll. <laughs> they just troll. Right. They and, say and something negative, positive. It's like negative attention. Yeah, they say something positive. Nobody says shit. They say some some dumbass shit. Exactly. Next thing you know, you got thirty people in the comments talking shit. You know, that's, and, that's and uh, our society has come. Yeah. So you can't put too much uh, weight behind behind that kind of thing, man. 
listen, if you've listened to the, this is the 10th episode of the Buck and Idiots podcast. If you've listened to all 10 or even half of them, you know, we're high on this team. We're high on this coaching staff. Does that necessarily translate into, into us having a winning season? No, because who the fuck? Well, you know, we, 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 we are, we're fans first, man. It's just our opinions. I wouldn't lie to you guys if I didn't feel a difference. If I didn't, if I didn't actually have that hope in my in my heart, or, or or that feeling that that this team is destined to improve this year, I tell you straight up. For sure, we give it to we give the real here. We give the real with a little with a lot of love on it. G Funk, we have a shit ton. When I say a shit ton, a shit ton, a fuck ton. Fuck ton is what I was waiting of to hear. of phone calls and 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 bucks takes. You want to do this? You want to hop on some of them? Oh hell yeah! Well, Betty ain't here anyway, so let me jump in. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna let me right. jump in on it. Ladies and gentlemen, mothers and motherfuckers. It's your boy, Rodzilla, the motherfucking killer. Here hanging out with the bucking idiots, my motherfucking stank fucking bastard. What's happening, player? I just want to say that I believe the Bucks are going to make the playoffs this season. Especially with all the, uh, the real coaching that we got going on is all we needed. We got a real defensive coach that's going to attack instead of being lax and letting turnovers happen. We're going to make turnovers happen. Also, Trent Williams is available. Go get him. I also want to say that... Uh, da, 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 da. Also, what i like to see is i like to see... Uh, did I mention the Buccaneers going to win the first round of the playoffs? Well, that's what's going to happen. They're going to win the first round. At least the first round. And uh, I got a message. I got a message for Cam Jordan out there. Talking shit on NFL Network. Telling his boy to resign. We going to eat when we play the Buccaneers. whole thing that's going to eat your foot. I take that back. Your ass. Is gonna eat these five toes when we put our foot in your ass. That's all that's gonna be eaten. Alright, y'all. Enjoy the takeover. Enjoy the team. And don't worry. The offense will catch up to the defense. It always does. Bucking idiots signing off. Rodzilla, the motherfucking killer. Rodzilla. Holy shit, Rod. My man came with an intro, stank. Rod, I'm so happy that you called into the Bucking Idiots. That was sick. I've been wondering where you've been at, baby. Welcome to the fucking family, bro. I'm. S- <laughs> Listen, I feel your enthusiasm. It's a playoffs win in the first round. Or or go the fuck home, right? I have to. That like I said earlier, man, believe in your team like Rodzilla do. I would be happy with making the playoffs. I say that now because it's been twelve years, twelve years of fucking loser <laughs> yeah, up, up yeah. in this bitch. 
So I would be satisfied. I won't say happy. I'd be satisfied with the playoffs. Um, you know, I mean, everybody wants a fucking Super Bowl ring, but a playoff victory would just give That's a this... huge victory for this city, bro. That's that's for everybody. It Imagine. Would... What? Imagine oh, what man. it would do for our quarterback. Oh, Imagine man. what it would do for our young players, man. Yeah. Rod, you got me pumped up, bro. That's what I want to fucking hear from you, good bucking idiots, bro. Rod came with that funk. As far as adding Trent Williams, don't see it. We just played Donovan Smith, Smith big fucking money. We don't have a lot of money to spend unless they cut JPP and move Donovan Smith to the right side. But you're talking about a lot of changes, and we're only four weeks to the season. So. Yeah. I don't see it happening, but you never fucking know. Jason Light may pull a rabbit out of the hat. Trent's a monster. Um, we'll see what happens. On to the next one. What's up, you fucking idiot? This is Adam in Wisconsin. Just called to say I want that jersey, bitch. And I also want to throw out this take. JW, number two quarterback. Next to your boy wins. Y'all going to see it. Scotty Miller, 750 yards. Peace, bitch. Adam from Wisconsin. Coming a, really aggressive, bro. Yo, I couldn't make out if he was saying fucking idiots. Say you fucking idiot. Fucking idiots. I heard fucking idiot. I mean, it sounded a little aggressive. I mean, I am a fucking idiot, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not on that's not to say it on this podcast. <laughs> Adam, hey, you you share my namesake, baby. I'm a fellow Adam. Yeah, yeah. You calling all the way from the fucking frozen tundra to represent the fucking idiots, you fucking idiot. And you want that jersey, bitch. And now you're in the running. By the way, I agree with you about Scotty Miller. He's going to get off. Scotty Miller's going to get off. I'm pretty sure you said Jameis Winston will be the number two quarterback in the NFL this season. Yeah, NFL. Next to Carson Wentz. Fuck a Carson Wentz. J Dub, top of the fucking list. How about that? I'm telling you, bro, he's coming for the ring. That's the expectation. That's the expectation, expectation you got to have. Adam, much appreciated, baby. Don't be a stranger. I want to hear you more often because you sound angry, bro. Yeah, so yeah, let yeah. some of that shit out. Yeah, yeah. All right. On to the next one. Buck shot. It's your boy, Blind Bastard's Fury. The Blind Bastard out here in Texas. I like to give out some buck shout outs. To my boy Brent Bryce the Great from Houston. Buck, 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 buck. JC Coolio from Houston. Buck, 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 buck. Got Rodzilla. Buck, 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 buck. Charlie from Lakeland. And Beone from Dallas. What's up? Buck, 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 buck. Excited about this season. We finally got a motherfucking coach to your fakers and haters. Eat a dick. And you could personally bite my dick. What's good, motherfucking stank bastard? G-Punk. This is my first take of many. More to come. We love y'all. We're going to take it. We're going to motherfucking hold the family down, the familiar. Give it up. Buckin' idiot. Blind bastard, the blind stares of a million pairs of eyes. Yo, that was so fresh, son. Thank hey, you for the walk, hey, man. Another bastard in the building. Yo, all, hey, all you motherfucking dirty bastards, you're welcome here. Yes, indeed. This is your home. We're all bastards. Listen, my style comes from a bunch of different places, which makes me a bastard. Blind bastard. I, hey, I saw you on Twitter. 
I found you. You found us. That's how it fucking works, baby. Share it. Let everybody know. Fucking idiots. We are we are a family, bro. La this familia. Is La familia. Yo, thanks for the love, blind. Yo, good. Thanks for that. Book, 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 book. Shots. Stank. James from Naples here sending in a buck's take. That takeover was off the hook. The people there, they learned who the loose cannons were. A few things that stuck out to me. One, Devin White is fast. I'm talking super fast. We'll see about him. The sound when Gay kicks that ball could be heard all through the stadium. It was crazy. Just sounds different, man. But the thing that was most impressive, I don't know what it is. Those young kids in the secondary, you can just see it. They play with confidence and swag. There's competition all over the place. You know, it's the preseason. We should have some hype. I got a little more hope for that defense going there last night watching it. We'll see. Vita Vea looks like he might be a problem. All right. It was a practice. I liked it. Different atmosphere than those last two years under Cutter. Let's hope it turns into different results on Sundays. All right. I'm out. Go Bucks. What's good, Jay? Hey, man. Pleasure to meet you out there. We had a fucking blast, huh? Yeah, you? man. What up, Jay? Listen, I got to uh, double up on what you said, dude. When when Gay was punting that ball, it sounded like actual fucking cannons blasting. It was amazing. Yeah, Samer was talking about that last night. Yeah, bro. I heard Samer he, was talking about that. That motherfucker has a leg on Me and Samer were tripping off that 62 yard. Dude, he hit a 63 yard. That was the fifth one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he went, he kept going yeah. back. You know what I mean? It was dope. Difference maker. And we've already talked about Devin White. Devin is the real deal. I'm saying it now. I, I normally am not going to put shine on a rookie this early. If he stays healthy and this defense. Rookie of the this, year. This is his defense. Rookie of the year. Defense rookie, of the rookie, year. Of the year. rookie of the year. Calling our shots. All right, Jay. Hey, much love, baby. Thank you for the buckshot. Much appreciated. Look forward to the next one. And we on to the next one. Yep. yep. Stank, what up? It's Tommy. So I know this probably isn't the most, you know, pleasurable topic to talk about, but Brian Smith, man, he's looked really good in camp. He was looking good when I was at camp last weekend. Um, he's looked good from what I've seen on Twitter in the videos. He's going to be out the first couple games. He's a special teams ace. Nobody's really talking about who's going to replace him. I know it's not that big of a thing, but we did hire Keith Armstrong. He's a really good coordinator. He's the mastermind at that, that uh, area of the field. So I was wondering what you thought about it, um, you know, so, I think it's a big. I, I kind of think it's a big deal. He's coming into his own in this defense. He fits the package. He's a six foot corner. He's tall and lengthy. He's got decent speed. I'm not saying he's going to be anything. He's going to be a solid depth piece. So don't get me wrong. But he is coming into his own in this defense. Even in Rem Dax's latest journal that came out yesterday, he said it that he's looking pretty sticky. So, you know, and there's this another YouTube channel called All Hands Galley. You should check out. It's pretty dope. They got he's got a video on Ryan Smith, so you should check that out. <laughs> All right, fucking idiots, peace. Tommy, my boy. Hey, stop what you're doing. Log on to YouTube. Go check out Tommy's YouTube Tommy page. Tommy at All Hands Galley. All Hands Galley YouTube page. Tommy, intelligent fan. He breaks down what he sees out there. Tommy's a part of the Bucking Idiots family, bro. Absolutely. Uh, in regards to Ryan Smith. 
Um, it's unfortunate, man. Really, I think the guy was primed to uh, build on what uh, little he got from the Dirk Cutter era and that, you know, in that fucking Mike Smith's defense. I was kind of excited to see him in this Bulls defense, and we're still going to get to see him. Those four games will fly by. Um, he is a special teams ace. Hopefully, he learns from his mistake, and that never happens again. So, uh, it's a good point. It's a guy who's been kind of forgotten nobody's talking about him but he ain't, he's not gonna be here so yeah but who's his backup though well or rather the guy it wasn't playing. even a guarantee that that he was gonna be at the starter i don't think he actually was gonna be the starter uh-huh. so he was he he was gonna have a backup role he, he would be one of our backup pieces and you got the young guys in there now yeah you know the you got bloods. the jamel dean jamel um dean, yeah. this kid out of usf that they they mazzy something or what, what whatever we're gonna see right now this is what the preseason games are for right to see what that depth looks like I, I fully expect ryan smith will still make the team even with the suspension Tommy, as always, baby. Thank you for the love. Uh, looking forward to the next one, man. Much love, Tommy. What's up, Stank? It's Chris. My Twitter handle, at TV underscore Bucks underscore for life. First time caller. Uh, listened to the show the other day or last week. I don't remember. Time flies by. Um, just wanted to see. So I've, there's been a lot of... Uh, speculation on how many wide receivers the Bucks are going to keep. I personally think they're going to keep six, um, mainly because we have a crap load of receivers, and either to put them on practice squad or to release them, just taking too many chances. Keep six. You might have to hopefully put one on practice squad and hopefully they don't get signed, but that's the risk you're going to have to take. Uh, that being said, I don't think the Bucks will have three quarterbacks on the active roster this year either. I think only two, so bye-bye, Ryan Griffin. And then lastly, um, I guess the worst part of this recording would be the O-line. Biggest question of the offseason, Bruce Arian said the other day, Kappa's been holding his own, so that's a good sign. But honestly... I think the Bucks just need to move on from Caleb Beninock, cut their losses. I mean, they're not missing much. So, um, yeah, if that guy ever has to play, Jameis better go and get some life insurance or something because it's going to be the end of him. All right, I appreciate you letting me call in. As always, go Bucks. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I want that jersey, bitch. Chris. What up, Chris? Hey man, you're in the running for the jersey. Every point you made was on on par. Yep. I think um, the question it's it's a question right now how many receivers we're going to keep. I I kind of lean towards six. I think uh, you know with they all look pretty good. They bro. do, they do. With the with the depth we have there, man, it's going to be hard to stash some of these guys on the practice squad. Um, but then our tight ends look so good too. Yeah, though. it's a numbers game. If we keep four running backs and four tight ends. I doubt we're going to be able to keep That's six receivers. How can we keep six receivers? I don't know. Too? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, the cream will rise to the top in the preseason. These Absolutely. young guys are all going to get a shot out there. Um, I think there's really only one wide receiver up for, for grabs. I think Scotty makes it. Justin Watson makes it. Of course, Prashad, um, uh, Godwin, and, and Evan. So I think it, there's one, maybe one more spot. That could end up being Bobo. Because Bobo's got the return ability. Right. Or it could end up being one of these young We can these multitask young studs. Bobo. Yeah, these young guys too. So um, we shall see, man. Uh, 
Was that all his points? Did he? Now, nah, how about the uh, insurance for Jameis <laughs> with Ben and not? <sighs> We've made it very clear on this podcast how we feel about Caleb Ben and I, I hope we never see 77 on the field um, unless he just morphs overnight into something that we didn't expect with his coaching staff. I, I don't expect to see it. Honestly, I think I hope he never sees the field. I really do. Really? That's how strongly you feel oh, about I, it. Oh, yeah. I think he straight up I'm sucks. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to get James Hurt out there, bro. Yeah, definitely not. Nah. Uh, Bruce has kept three quarterbacks traditionally. So, uh, yeah, I think Ryan Smith, uh, Ryan Griffin, I should say, um, is probably going to make this team unless they just fall in love with somebody else and, and choose to gamble with uh with running with two quarterbacks i think most teams keep three nowadays um you're really risking it by only having two quarterbacks on the roster because yeah, yeah. there's a good chance james is going to go down at some point in the year and uh i'm you never know what Bl- how, Bl- how long or you know whether blaine gabbert can hold up right so i agree chris must appreciate it don't be a stranger baby yeah chris what up all right Ace. on to the next one Hey, it's Michelle from Tallahassee, Rock and Noel on Twitter. I want that jersey, bitch. Also, I am so excited about this season. I just feel there's something different in the air. To see a defense the way I've been seeing the videos and to be excited about that and to know that we're not going to be fucking predictable to other teams just makes me so happy and the regular season cannot get here soon enough. Go Bucks, Michelle. That's how you leave a Bucks take. That's exactly how you do it. That's how you do it. Our first female caller, right? Was yeah, that our first. Yeah, yeah exactly. Awesome. Our first one. I like that female voice way better than Intern Betty, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michelle, you're in the running for the the work done jersey. I actually didn't even really announce it on the podcast. I announced it on Twitter, I'm giving away another jersey. Check out my feed. Uh, I'm going to repost here soon because I'm giving it away on Sunday. Uh, throwback work done jersey. If you want to get in the running, jump on Twitter, leave in the comments, I want that jersey, bitch, or call and leave me a message. I'll make sure you get into the running and I'll be doing the drawing. And I got to send out last week's winner as well. Uh, so uh, I'll be sending out both this week. Anyways, good luck, Michelle. The- yeah. Thank you, Michelle. All right. We got a couple more. On to the next one. Here we go. Brother, brother. Hey, it's me again, brother Stank. Could you please tell Betty to stop calling me, asking me questions about my penis size? And if I've ever thought about being with an older, I mean a very, very older, mature, crusty-ass woman, because all she can think about is me and me pissing in her ears. <laughs> Betty, what the fuck? All I want is that jersey. Be a be a. <laughs> D-Brad. D-Brad. Hey, I'm so glad you, you left a voicemail this time. But Bucks, take this time without your dick in your hand. I mean, I'm, you might have had your dick in your hand. I don't know. I, no, I appreciate it, especially since Betty ain't here. So I appreciate that one, D-Brad. Wait till Betty hears this, bro. Oh, this is hilarious. She's going to trip out on that. She's she, just going to start calling him more now. I think she's she might have a little infatuation with Brad. Yeah. She liked that pissing in the ear shit, bro. She did. Some people are into that, man. Hey, some people are truly into You know, into when that. you when you make it to your old years in life, you, you start know, to, you know, yeah, you start to come up with crazy fetishes. Experimentation. Experiment exactly. with other things. 
If we we might we might have our first love connection here on the Bucking Indians podcast. Oh shit, D Brad, you know we love you, baby. Yes, sir. I, I love to hear from you every week, man. Much love. Keep bro. it coming, son. Oh, what? We got one more. One more. We want more from the blind bastard. Oh, let he bring left two. Bring it. What's up, bastard? You got something else to say? Just that blind bastard again. Seeing you got tweeted that Ward Dunn jersey, bitch. I want that jersey, bitch. Fuck, 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 shot blind bastard here for you. The bastard back again. The hey, blind baby. one. The blind one. You're in the running for that jersey, bastard. Like buck, I, buck, buck, bucks. Like I said to y'all earlier, if you want in on these jersey giveaways, and I have several more, you can call in the show. Numbers 813-444-8807. You can record a, a take on your phone and email it to at buckinidiots at gmail.com. You can also just go into my Twitter comments under the post for the jersey giveaway and say, I want that jersey, bitch. One more time for the man blind bastard. Buck, 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 bucks. That's right. Bucking idiots. It's been far too long. I apologize for the delay. The season's here. Game day. It's fucking game day. It's game day. It's game day. Preseason game day, but it's fucking game day. It doesn't matter, bro. It's fucking game day. Yes, sir. You you gotta get hype. One love, Bucking idiots. One love. Go Bucks. We out.